not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge online. You can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. Got a lot of a uh, discussion on our, our our show last week. Healthcare under in America under a new president might want to check that out. We got a lot of those uh, emojis, uh, you know, those uh, angry uh, emojis or the uh, the heart emojis on Facebook. Oh Some yeah, people were uh, were doing that. Now you there. know, if we go Facebook Live all the time, we're going to get lots of those, That's even true. more just by from looking at us. Yes, exactly. Yeah, especially me. Last segment <laughs> we uh, talked about the changes in the. Um, uh, well, actually, the challenges Republicans are, are facing with an ACA repeal and how the the seek somebody uh, s- s- snuck a tape recorder. Well, they probably just use their phone, I guess, yeah, the, the now f- anymore. Yeah, you, they use their phone. Anybody, anyway, somebody uh, tape recorded the meltdown inside uh, the congressional retreat of Philadelphia where all of the leaders of the Republican Party were huddled and uh, really revealing that they don't have a, a plan for an ACA replacement and are really, really worried about it politically. But I said I was going to give you my solution to, to how they fix it. And so here we go. It is uh, what we've got is um, essentially a one size fits all product that is mandated by the federal government to be given to everybody. And I think if they were going to take with what they got and, and uh, try and fix it, one thing that they could do is try and get these uh, state run risk pools going again, these high risk pools, which they had previously but were uh, taken away. Uh, under the Affordable Care Act because of all of these reforms. It just basically right. was federalized. But they could, uh, if if states want to do that, uh, opt out and create their own pool, and then you get uh, the right reinsurers to um, manage all of those um, folks in there. Right. And then allow people, if they want to be underwritten, say they are healthy or want to be underwritten, uh, to be underwritten. Right, two. right, right. Number three, they should uh, allow to pick and choose of the essential health benefits. Well, and that's there's ten of them. Right, and so that should be like a you know an a la carte type of option. Well, when you have your auto insurance, it's all a la carte. You can pick you know your different coverages that you want, and you can pick how much coverage you get in each. Well, why can't we do something like that with health insurance? We do it with every other insurance product. Well, what type of insurance do you want? Do you want this that has maternity benefits or cancer screenings or, you know, just, you know, if you're 20-something, do you just want basic coverage that allows you primary care benefits? And that's all you want. You know, so I I like that idea. I, I believe if we can do it with cable and we can do it with auto insurance and all the other forms of insurance, why aren't we doing it with Health insurance. Like auto insurance, you can add the 24-hour uh, roadside assistance, right. for example, and pay a little bit more. Exactly. Pay a little bit. But remember, it's also kind of like get, getting your airline ticket 
and adding your luggage, adding extra food and all those other things that you want when you fly your airplane. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same. It's kind of the same approach. You can either take no, uh, you know, you have no extra benefits, and you have the smallest seat on the airplane, or you have the big, you know, Barca lounger up front with all the additional nice things that you get. But Frontier you're going to pay Air, more. Frontier Airlines is the example yeah, of that. Yeah, you're going to pay you, more for it. If you just want a terrible seat and don't want to be bothered, you know. You basically could that's, go with the clothes on your back because they'll yeah. nickel and dime you for Well, that's Spirit don't Airlines. Ask, don't take the peanuts. Yeah. Either because that's, that's, you know. Five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but then when it comes to the um, funding of these high-risk pools, so it's, it's state by state. Right. And, um, well, and then I'm going to throw this in there and I might get some heat from it. But um, th- they should explore allowing a public option to be in the marketplace. So if people moved between state by state, they should have a public option if available. Okay. That would solve some of it because if you're going to go state by state, what if somebody moves and you've got all these federal things? Right. And then also um if the if they do the states do opt out and they have to uh they have these high-risk pools, the federal government should fund these um high-risk pools right because they were doing okay but a lot of them were underfunded from their state legislatures yes so if the federal if they had uh, fixed federal funds to fund that um Mm -hmm. that dial out um that might solve that problem okay what about those core principles might uh, get us a long ways so would your public option also cover those in medicaid that's that's the huge um the, the biggest piece of the puzzle for everybody, folks, is this Medicaid expansion. Next segment, we're going to talk about what uh, Tom Price experienced in the Senate Finance Committee, because that uh, really had Medicaid was a lot uh, a lot of the discussion. Well, and let's be frank, Medicaid is a very uh, expensive program, and just like with every other program in the federal government, one side wants to reform it, the other side doesn't, and so. Medicaid cost is just spiraling out of control and there's no will to reform it. Yet again, we've got a problem here uh, that's out of control. And let's be frank, it's both sides fault. It's not, this is not a Republican versus a Democrat issue. This is both sides. And so both sides are to blame for allowing this to happen because they're unwilling to do the hard hard things because they're always one running for reelection. And so my personal opinion is, dude, we got to look at this because, and, and you know what? Stop worrying about reelection. If you do the right thing, people are going to reelect you. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Just, just do the right thing. I think that's what people want is a, I, you know, I, I say we just call for a ceasefire. Right. Sides, yes. Just, um, ceasefire, especially on healthcare. And, um, Start looking at those those key principles. The the, the Medicaid expansion is um, uh, the ultimate question is going to be what happens to the people that are already on or technically eligible? Do they all of a sudden lose those benefits? Right. Because and when you because of the twenty million people with insurance because of the law, uh, that fact is is a little inaccurate because a majority almost is uh, from Medicaid expansion. Right, at least, what, 14, 15 million of them for our, our Medicaid expansion. So, and when they're talking about, 
you know, what, 40, 50 million people were uninsured? We're only covering, really, a very small segment of the population. And let's remember, this wasn't true health care reform. This was insurance reform. And just because you have insurance doesn't mean you have health care. I mean, that's the root of it. Because if you can't afford your insurance, how the heck are you going to afford treatment? Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, yes, you might have insurance, but <laughs> on the flip side, that insurance might not get you where you need to be. So let's have a serious discussion about this. Pull up, your, Put your big boy pants on and come to the table and let's talk like adults it's gonna happen i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a grand bargain the art of the repeal yeah (laughs) that's what it's gonna be yeah but he's gonna deal he's gonna cut a deal he's gonna cut a grand bargain yeah we said that two weeks ago and so i'm gonna stand by that and i think uh i think he wants to fix this issue but i think people are just now realizing how difficult it's going to be and Mm -hmm. um makes uh, shows like this so important uh, and, uh, you know, in following all of these things, because I think unless you have a, uh, replacement, uh, in place, when, you know, when you repeal, this is why Rand Paul is smart. You have to repeal and you have to replace on the exact same day at the same time. You can't do one and then wait a month to do the other. Do you just think of like all these departments of government that were just set up under this law that could just say, then what do those people do? There's a tw- there's the 20% cut right there in the government that Trump wants. You're listening to News Talk 1290, America's Healthcare Challenge. We'll be back right after this.